This is Her Self-Expression with Beverly Price, a podcast dedicated to women who seek self-empowerment. Like many women, Beverly suffered with low self-esteem, and now she is on the other side and is ready to share her knowledge with you. In this podcast, we interview inspirational women every week who share action-oriented tips to boost self-image and self-confidence. If you'd like to move from self-loathing to self-love, as Beverly did, stay tuned for today's episode that is sure to help you take on the world. And now, here's Beverly. Enjoy the show. Hi, beautiful. I hope you're having an awesome day. Do you speak up for yourself? Do you feel heard? Do you feel you're shutting your inner voice down because of someone else? Well, my guest today is Renee Marcoux. She's a virtual business coach, the podcast host of Namaste with Renee, a yoga instructor, and a professional singer. She's in fact shared the mic with famous artists and professional athletes. So when she's not doing that or all of those things, you can find her traveling with her family or donating her time to organizations that save animals' lives. And I just, I love that. I have four little dogs and that just touches my heart. When I was a guest on Renee's podcast, I found her to be loving and peaceful. She's going to talk with us today about claiming your authentic voice. Hi, Renee. Thanks so much for joining me. Beverly, thank you so much for having me here and for holding this space for me to share this divine conversation with you. I'm so excited. So can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your own journey? Absolutely. So while we're going to be talking about the voice today, so we'll start with how I, you know, really started learning my voice. I was very shy little girl, always hiding behind my mom's leg. Even when we were at family parties, it took me like an hour to warm up and be comfortable. And wow, yeah, that's usually a shock for most people because of what I do in my life and my career and things. Yeah, (laughs) it's a total polar opposite. I never would have thought. (laughs) I was a very, very shy girl. My very first career as a singer, as you had mentioned. And by the time I was in elementary school, I had to start talking myself out of being so shy and afraid to speak my voice or to sing because I knew, hey, I want to be a singer and this is what I envision a singer is. If I'm going to be on stage and taking interviews and meeting people all around the globe, I've got to get over my fear of of (laughs) owning my voice. So I, yeah, yes. Like I started performing and started getting more comfortable and I really did have the source behind me pushing me through. I refer to as the universe, God, goddess, all that is. And that for me really helped me shed the fear of owning my voice. And before I knew it, I was recording my own records in multi-million wow. dollar studios and performing on stages with people that were very popular and known in those days. I first started at age 15. So that's where my, my, yeah, my, my old fear of not owning my voice and being so shy to, hey, if you're going to be a singer and you want it to look this specific way, 
you've got to really learn how to own your voice and just allow yourself to not be in fear around it. So my mid-teens, I would say, is when I really started getting more confident in my voice. And then soon later, my second career happened, which was life coaching. So I'm using my voice oh. in all aspects of my career. <laughs> That's incredible. Well, when you talk about your, your voice or your authentic voice, what do you mean? Well, the authentic voice to me means that you are really owning your truth, that you are really listening to that inner wisdom inside. And instead of feeling like you have to impress somebody or feeling like you have to be people pleasing or, you know, just kind of shutting down your voice because it's uncomfortable to use your voice or to shine around people, it's really looking at that contrast and saying, okay, if I'm going to be authentic in my voice and owning my authentic voice, I've got to do the opposite of that. So maybe it looks like sticking up for yourself, or maybe it looks like speaking your truth, even at, if it makes other people or yourself uncomfortable in a loving way, right? Look like getting, you know, up on stage or making live videos on your social media accounts and really owning your truth and who you are and not feeling like you have to fit a certain mold in order to be seen or heard or accepted. It seems like for me, I know I was raised a little bit differently. I was raised children are to be seen and not heard. Wow. And, yeah. you know, don't talk back. Don't raise your voice. I remember even when my daughter was in elementary school, her teacher was saying she was too outspoken, that that might help her later in life, but it was not appropriate for public school. So I would think this might be kind of a challenge for some women. For sure. And that, you know, I, I think that that is a very big challenge for women. And whether we even allow ourselves to believe that it is, there probably is to some degree at some point in time where we have all been told to cross your hands, cross your legs, sit back and just listen and not speak your truth. Yeah. So, yeah, it's definitely wow. something that we we could definitely expand on or grow into. Yeah, it seems like that it, when it starts with us trying to find our voice and then us passing that down to our children or maybe if it's, you know, my children are grown, so it might be a little bit late for that, but maybe they can find their voice and then pass that down to their children. Exactly. I think that yeah. we're all at this beautiful point in life where there's so much available for us to really be tuned in, tapped on, and really be able to lean into our self-growth and really radiating from our heart versus what we think our culture says or our, you know, religion or whatever, you know, people on TV are saying and just kind of really say, hey, does that really resonate with me? Is that my truth? Is that what my inner being is sharing? Or is it something different? And we're, we're blessed because I do feel like even though all generations, right, I know my mom and my grandmother, they, they wanted me to be you know, authentic to myself, but they also came from patterns that were saying, okay, like as a woman, you know, you have to be X, Y, and Z that really over time, I realized, Hey, that really isn't me. Like I, 
you know, I know that I need right. growth in that area. Yeah. Wow. So you you have a marvelous story where you kind of had something inside of you that motivated you to step out across your fear and take that chance and use that voice. What do you advise to women who who may not have quite that strength to step out? Mm-hmm. Well, first, for sure, just know that you're not alone in that. For me, when I tell people, you know, or even people back in the day when I used to be so shy, like even neighborhood friends, their parents I'm close with to this day, they could never believe the voice that I I have now in my life. So, you know, know that you're not alone. I literally came from that. I came from the point of feeling so afraid to speak my truth, so afraid to get yelled at, so afraid to, you know, not be accepted. And so first and foremost, just knowing that you're not alone in the process. And then also too, like really starting to tune in and listen to what your inner being or your inner wisdom is trying to communicate to you. So you can kind of notice that by noticing, hey, where am I feeling a contrast? Like where when a subject comes up that I kind of quiet down and keep to myself, but I'm feeling this like bumping up against a river, if you will. So like you feel gotcha. Yeah, like in kind of recognizing, you know, the first step to change is really acknowledging that you want to make a change. So just really tuning in to hear. And then from there, really just getting clear on what do you want for your life? How can I be more authentic in conversation or in posts? I know you have amazing women who watch this podcast and participate in your community that have businesses or that are in romantic relationships or they are mothers and they're, you know, they're always communicating in so many different ways. And you using your authentic voice can happen in relationships too. So really just kind of having a look at where can you, when you have that contrast of that bumping up against, where are you shutting out your voice that you really want to be more strong and more authentic and radiant and expressing your truth and how you can do it with love? Gotcha. What What do you say to the woman that <clears throat> says, well, I don't want to be overbearing. I don't want to be perceived as, well, you know, the B word. I don't want to just come on way too strong. If I find my voice, I'm afraid I'll go to the other extreme. Mm. What do you say to them? Yeah, and I do get that too. That's the fear that I've definitely had in the past as well. And, you know, I think that we as women get to start to kind of change the way that we're perceived in that arena, if you will. Because even in the workplace where the women are really stepping up, we're becoming the leaders, we're showing people how to treat us. And, you know, there is a beautiful fine line of, okay, can I speak my truth with love? Or am I speaking my truth? Is that mean I'm going to turn into the B word? So maybe it could you could have a look at what that actually looks like to you, what speaking your truth really represents to you. And more than likely, when you're coming from your heart center, you're not going to ever come off as the B word. You're going to 
really say, wow, like how can I look at this with love and how can I transmute love through this conversation by owning my authentic voice? I think that so so her so one woman's authentic voice, excuse me, oh, no. is can be very different than another woman. Yes. Is that right? Yes, for sure. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's very personal. It's very personal. Okay. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I think, you know, when we are owning what that even what that means, and that's why I just want to keep reiterating, like coming from your heart center, coming from the conversation with love. You know, whether you're we're talking about relationships with other people, whether we're talking about, you know, being on stage as a singer or we're talking about, you know, having the inner dialogue be more friendly and loving to ourselves. It's really, oh, how important. Yes, it really can be so awakening for you because you're honoring yourself and you're saying, hey, my voice matters and this matters to me and wherever you need to bring the conflict if there even is one then speaking it with love and owning your truth you know you'll yeah. be on tell me a little bit more about the inner dialogue i've heard so much about how we tend to talk negatively to ourselves and almost sabotage any hope we have of feeling good about ourselves yeah. So, so tell me about how, how can we take maybe a negative inner dialogue and, and switch it to a more positive inner dialogue? I love this question so much. Thank you. This to me is like, it all comes down to self-love. So it's just such a, yes, great feeling. So when you're having some inner dialogue, what I like to call it is we've just got to fine tune it. So we're just going to be fine-tuning the inner dialogue so it aligns with the truth of, yes, I'm a beautiful woman of, on the inside and out. Yes, I'm going to love my body no matter what it looks like. You know, yes, I'm going to step into being more bold in the wardrobe that I have, right, or the jewelry that I'm wearing. Um, yeah. Really talking yourself into more love for yourself. Really, we all have these these thoughts, right? We all have these contrasting thoughts that come up in the inner dialogue that tell us we're not enough. And when we right. do hear that, what I, I'm a writer, so I love to write things down. This is one of the process that mm -hmm. really helped me and my clients. So perhaps this could help some of your listeners out there. Writing down that thought that comes up, that's really contrasting to a self-loving thought. So, um, writing it down and then having a look at it and then saying like really looking at it and wondering is this actually even true for me is this actually true do i really believe this or does this come from a kid at recess back in fifth grade who used to push me down and make me feel bad about myself and then over time it's become a belief you know so wherever it comes from, just identifying it, but also finding forgiveness in those moments too. Like anytime we place blame, yeah. it's really giving our power away. So I say where, wherever it comes from, just allowing that forgiveness to be there too. And then what I encourage you to do is rewrite what you want to believe about yourself. 
So you rewrite it. So you're like, okay, here was the old contrasting thought that made me feel bad about myself. What is going to make me feel good about myself? So sometimes it could be the polar opposite of the contrasting thought. Mm -hmm. And then once you have a beautiful affirmation, you could put it in like an I am statement, or you can just say you are amazing or whatever that does for you. You want to make sure it brings you that love for yourself. Even if at first it kind of feels like yeah. like fake or a lie, like just allow yourself to hold on to that because it will show up as real eventually because our belief systems are just thoughts that we have thought over and over and over and over and over again. So if we start believing I am amazing, there we tip the scale into more self-love versus internal yeah. that is painful and harmful. Oh, that's beautiful. I love that. I even tell some of my clients, they ought to write three affirmations a day about themselves in their journal. Yes. So it helps them, again, switch that negative thinking to positive. Absolutely. And I use this example of a cross-country skier whose skis <clears throat> go in the snow and form this really deep rut. And if they try and take their ski and just move it sideways, they're going to mm -hmm. fall. So they have to step up over and create new ruts to ski in. And that to me is what it feels like changing those negative thoughts to positive thoughts. It takes work. That's and the most important thing I think you said is we're not alone. Exactly. This is something everybody deals absolutely. with. Yes, absolutely. We are like bombarded with reasons for thinking that we're not enough. It's, uh, it's in commercials. It's in movies. It's in family, you know, history. It's just, we are bombarded with those opportunities for thinking, hey, I'm not enough, so I must not be amazing, right? But it's it's really taking that right. step toward. And I love how you said that because it actually reminded me of like the neural pathways in our brain, like the, the ski. Yeah, exactly. Yes, it's such a perfect analogy. And, you know, the more you just keep picking up your ski and putting it into a new, what did you call it, a route? Or like a, I call it a rut, but it can be a divot. Yeah, right. So like, yeah, right, exactly. And that's that exactly. And you start practicing. Yeah, absolutely. It becomes real. Yeah, yeah. I think I hear so many times people say, "Well, I really want to think differently, but," and that "but" usually is, "Well, I'm too busy to do this writing," or I don't know how to do it or whatever, but I think that the longer you fear it and keep those butts coming, the longer it's going to keep you from feeling better. Exactly. And that's the most important yeah. thing. We're yeah. activating our feelings throughout the entire day. So wouldn't we want to start projecting feelings that feel good? Don't we want to be on that higher scale that is going to make us feel better? So taking five minutes out of your day to either sit in meditation around your affirmations, to look in the mirror and say them out loud to yourself for five minutes, to write them down in your journal, and just to be more self-loving is worth every moment. I say go longer than five minutes, but if that's all that you can start, well, that is. Yeah. What if you run into the woman that says, well, I don't deserve this? I don't deserve to feel better. I don't deserve a 
more positive, authentic voice. I what do you do? What do you say to her? I immediately start to hear that there must be some forgiveness for the self. Forgiveness for anything that may have come up in the past or that's making you feel like you're unworthy and undeserving because you are deserving and worthy. No matter what happened in your experience in your past, we can forgive ourselves. We are in a planet that is full of contrast. We are not meant to be absolutely perfect, making decisions that are perfect at all times. It is okay to have had mistakes, to have let people down, to have let yourself down. It is okay. We can make our peace with that right now because in every single moment, we get to choose a new reality. And when you do that and you make that choice and you say, I am worth it, I am worthy of the life that I really want and the life that brings me self-love and the life that makes me feel beautiful and amazing and so vibrant, then you get to have that because it is your choice. We can let ourselves. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Gosh, I love this. So if we kind of recap, and we're talking about women who do want to claim their authentic voice, what three tips would you give them to take their first steps mm -hmm. toward it? Mm -hmm. I, I feel that the creating space is really important. So really creating space for self-love so that you can start to exercise that new muscle, new or, or reconditioning muscle. And starting to even decide what that looks like. Once you've created space, then decide what does using my authentic voice look like in my life? And when you ask yourself that question, get ready for the download. Because whatever you, whatever switch you have, your inner wisdom is going to say, here you go. And jot it all down in your notes and then continue to work on reconditioning that muscle and using those self-loving affirmations to be a fuel for you to feel worthy and deserving of owning and using your authentic voice no matter what that looks like for you. Finding that confidence in your voice at the end of the day and just really owning it and moving forward. I'm so inspired by just hearing your voice and your energy in this and how passionate you are about the topic. It's, I think it's Thank beautiful. Thank you so much, Beverly. I literally envision a world where every woman is free and they are sovereign and they are just so authentic in themselves because I believe that every single person on the planet has a gift to offer everybody, no matter, maybe it's a small community, maybe it's something big. Everyone has a special gift and we have been programmed to think that we don't have special gifts and we're not enough and we're not valuable and worthy, right? But all that does is push our trueness down, but we are here to radiate. So I really do believe and everyone who listens to your podcast for sure and all the people in your communities would really benefit from knowing how absolutely special, unique, and incredible they are no matter what. Even if they don't know what their gift is, they don't have to write it, you know, I, they don't have to know what the gift, know that right. they have the ability to tap in, be tuned on, and just really be authentic in who they are. So it's taken me time to That's why every podcast I, yeah, <laughs> that's why with every podcast I start out happy because I think, yeah, yeah. and that's it. I'm yeah. in your arms. 
making an impact oh. on them just by having your listeners really feel, wow, like I'm getting greeted by feeling beautiful. That's such an activate for the listeners. Yeah. So that's amazing. Yeah. So Renee, how can my listeners find you? Oh, well. Your website, social media, things like that. So I have all of my social media accounts are on my website and I offer a newsletter with inspiration every week. So website would be the best place to go for if anyone wants to look into whatever I have for programs or some amazing freebies. I love, love, love giving my community special gifts and surprise treats all the time. So my website is my name, which is ReneeMarcoux.com. And Marcoux is M-A-R-E-U-S. And my first name is Renee, R-E-N-E-E. Okay, beautiful. Well, thank you so much for sharing your time with me and with the sisters out there today. It's it's just been so inspirational and, and so much. Yeah. Well, and same to you, Beverly. Thank you so much for what you do for everybody, for your community, for all of us. I, you know, I love your jewelry line and I love sharing your gifts with everyone too. <laughs> so thanks so much for allowing me to be here with you and creating this divine co-creation. Beautiful. Well, there you have it beautiful story on claiming your authentic voice. And I've loved hearing about Renee's thoughts on that and how she's benefiting from that, not only in her life, but how she empowers herself and others with it. So to get to the place that Renee suggests, we need action. We need work both on the inside and out. Renee's points help us build that strength and give us the confidence to say, I want it too. So claiming your authentic voice is a critical component of our journey toward empowerment. See, I believe we need both work on the outside and on the inside for us to come together holistically to create empower in a woman's life. Thank you so much for being with Renee and myself on this episode of Her Self-Expression. I hope you can see how claiming your voice strengthens your power. To gain support for your journey, join me at my Her Self-Expression Sisterhood Facebook group to find out more about self-empowerment on the inside and out. And don't forget to invite your friends too. I want to carry this message of empowerment to all women wherever they are, and social media gives us the power to help. Please look for our future episodes released every week on Apple, Spotify, and all of the other locations you typically listen to your podcasts. You're not alone. And most importantly, you don't have to go it alone. I'm here to help. Thank you and take care. Thank you for listening to the Her Self-Expression podcast today. To listen to past episodes, visit www.herselfexpression.com. Once there, you're going to want to take our quiz to see where you stand right now on your journey to self-expression. If you have any questions or would like to share your thoughts with Beverly and other like-minded women, join our Facebook group, the Her Self-Expression Sisterhood. Invite your friends too. 
When you download and subscribe to our podcast on Apple, Spotify, or other podcast services, be sure to leave us a review and tell your friends to download it too so we can continue to help others. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel. And remember, self-expression doesn't have to be a mystery. It's your key to confidence and self-empowerment both inside and out. But most importantly, remember that you don't have to do it alone. Visit www.herselfexpression.com and join us today.